The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now it's time for our Friday Forum. Uh, during the week, a majority of TDs rejected a Social Democrat's motion seeking the expulsion of the Israeli ambassador. A separate Sinn Féin motion urging the government to refer Israel to the International Criminal Court was also defeated. Uh, joining me to talk about all of this, as well as all we've learned regarding the RTE rescue plan this week, we have Fine Gael Senator Barry Ward, John Brady, Sinn Féin TD for Wicklow, and John Lee, Executive Editor of the Daily Mail Group in Ireland. Good morning and welcome to you all. Um, we'll uh, start with uh, Israel and the question of uh, the, the motions uh, defeated the idea of seeking the expulsion of the Israeli ambassador. Uh, and I should go to you, uh, John Brady, the, the, the question of actually shutting down communications. That's kind of the government's position. You have to talk, you have to talk. And if you have no one to talk to, what then? Yeah, well, I suppose, Pat, I mean, we're five weeks into um, what is a very, very grim situation. Um, over 11,500 um, predominantly civilians, um, two-thirds of those women and children that have been butchered now in, in Gaza. Um, and I, I, I think there has to be a demand uh, for repercussions, for consequences, uh, for, you know, grave violations of international and humanitarian law. Um, and what we're seeing here now is an emboldened um, Israel carrying out with perceived impunity uh, crimes against humanity um, and there has to be consequences and, and first and foremost there has to be a push for a ceasefire there has to be humanitarian access um, to the 2.3 million uh, Palestinians locked in uh, the Gaza Strip um, so we put forward our, our, our motion uh, during the week Pat uh, to refer Israel uh, to the International Criminal Court um, you know to face the consequences to ensure that they are held to account similarly uh, with Russia when they invaded Ukraine. Sure. Now, was now a, a the initial Russia. outrage was committed by Hamas on Absolutely. the 7th of October. Um, at that time, were you calling for the Palestinian, even though the Palestinian re- representative would really be representing the West Bank? But still, we're talking about the Palestinian people. Were there any consequences for the Palestinian ambassador from your party at that time? Well, look, I mean, what we're seeing here now you know, no, no, is, but then, yeah, yeah, because that, that outrage uh, happened before, obviously, Israel responded. It took them a little time to, first of all, declare war on Hamas and then start bombing Gaza. Uh, it looked like indiscriminately almost. But was there any call from your party in that interregnum for some penalty for the Palestinians? Well, look, I mean, what we're seeing here now is 75 years of, of failure of the international No, but I'm talking about the particular and, yes, outrage. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. And absolutely what happened on October the 7th was absolutely... Absolutely barbarous. Um, that has to be um, totally and unequivocally condemned by everyone, and has been, um, you know, very, very strongly criticised by the Palestinian a- a- authority also. And I know there are issues there, uh, a difference. Um, you know, obviously, uh, the Palestinian authority do not represent Hamas, um, and there has to be a, a distinct uh, difference there. And I know the Palestinian ambassador has been out um, as you know as as late as yesterday, saying that you know the um, you know deliberate tar- targeting of civilians on all all sides, has to be totally uh, and unequivocally Senator, uh, rejected. Senator and, and Barry condemned. Ward, you know, many people are revolted at the notion that someone like uh, originally after the invasion of Ukraine, the Russian ambassador could be sitting pretty up in Rathgar and not suffer any sanctions. And now we have the same uh, application to the Israeli ambassador here. Um, I mean, a lot of people would like to see that ambassador depart irrespective of the diplomatic niceties of the affair. 
Yeah, and I have some sympathy with that view, but the problem is we're not talking about diplomatic niceties and diplomatic niceties are not always about being nice. Sometimes the importance is having an ambassador here to whom you can protest, to whom you can make very clear that we are dissatisfied with the Israeli attitude, for example, just as we still do with the Russian ambassador, who I do not think is sitting pretty, by the way, and think he's pretty uncomfortable. And we know that there were problems before with that. But the expulsion of the Israeli ambassador, the question is, does that help peace? Does it further a situation where Israel is pulling back and not engaging? in his campaign that is costing so many innocent civilian lives, it doesn't. In fact, I think what it would have done, for example, is compromise the exit of so many Irish citizens from Gaza this week. Um, that's something that we have been working very hard on and it's something that the, the Department of Foreign Affairs has been working directly with the ambassador on. If we had expelled the ambassador on Wednesday night or voted to expel the ambassador, ambassador on Wednesday night, do you think that there would still be Irish citizens as easily on the list of well, those we, who are leaving We Gaza? will never, but one thing for sure, and I'll go back to John on this, Michal Martin would not have been welcome in Israel if the ambassador had been expelled. Well, I think, I mean, Barry, you know, alluded to a point there that, you know, the Irish citizens in Gaza are being held hostage uh, by Israeli, if, if you were to follow uh, that logic. And, and, and that appears explain to be that the, to the, me the, again. The, 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 the logic. Well, he said if, if we had expelled the Israeli ambassador, Irish citizens would not be exiting Gaza. So, you know, is Barry... Yeah, so so say, what say, control say, do you think, Barry, that, that the Israelis have over what happens at the Rafa crossing? Well, they have every control. The Israelis control the Rafa crossing. Otherwise, So Irish citizens people, but, are held hostage um, in, in Gaza well, by Israel. Well, hang on a second, John. Let's be absolutely clear about this. At the same time that we're talking to the Israelis at every level, diplomatic and governmental level, saying we need you to facilitate the exit of between 60 and 90, depending whether you include dependents of Irish citizens from Gaza. At the same time we're asking you that, we're turning around and saying we're now going to expel your ambassador, we're going to cut off this line of communication and we're going to expect you to continue to deal with us in exactly the same way, in the same good faith way that you have to date. The notion, as you say, Pat, that, that Michal Martin would have been welcome in Israel when at the same time we were trying to cut diplomatic relations with Israel is a nonsense and it shows yeah, think, the complete failure of Sinn Féin to understand see, how see, these see, things see, work see, at an see, intergovernmental level. I think the push level. here and, you know, I, I I hope Barry would agree with this, that, you know, there has to be consequences. One consequence should be the expulsion of the Israeli ambassador, but there's a whole suite of other options mm. that are open to the but, Irish but you state. And when, when, when the tarnished uh, Leo Bradkar says there has to be consequences Leo for the violations yeah. carried out oh, by okay, Israel, but, but maybe, Barry, back, maybe Barry will, will yeah, allude to what those consequences should perhaps be. Perhaps... You don't want to think about this, but if you go back to the time when Jerry Adams wasn't allowed into the United States because of the actions of the armed wing of your movement, which is the provisional IRA, I mean, the campaign on your part was let this guy out, let him speak, let him speak on our behalf, let him speak on the, on behalf of the people who are committing these atrocities and explaining why they're see, doing see, it. See, see, Pat, the difference was there was a, a clear path for peace. What we have here now is... There bullied. wasn't at the time he well, was well, given well, the, 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 the peace visa. Pro, the peace process had had emerged. John Hume, Jerry Adams were, 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 were talking. There was a, a peace process, a path to a peaceful resolution um, there. At this point now, what we see now is, you know, Israel carrying out war crimes in Gaza, which is only going to embolden when Palestinian people see no alternative, when that path to peace, uh, you know, dialogue is cut off, it's only going to embolden and the build problem, a whole new... John, is listening of, to John of, Lee. I'll come uh, to him fighters. in a moment. But last well, the problem, John, is that you seem to think that having the ambassador here is somehow a privilege that is extended to Israel. It's a tool that's available to the Irish government to communicate directly with well, the Israeli government. Point what consequences the, should there be for Israel? Well, I, no, sorry, there should be loads of consequences. I'm not such opposed as, to that at all. Here's the important question, John, is is expelling the ambassador going to stop the carnage? Is expelling the ambassador going to bring about a ceasefire? Is expelling the ambassador going to stop the war that's happening there? Whatever you think about it, and whichever side, no, it isn't. It's okay, going to make it more... John, John Lee, I'll ask you to, to adjudicate here in this... Uh, Difference of opinion. Well, 
I would say the government and the Daily Mail is not uh, anywhere near supportive of the government, has had a coherent voice on, on, on Israel since the beginning and they have not been supportive of Israel. Um, we have a Sinn Féin representative here who just said Israel is carrying out war crimes. No matter what people see on television and hear from a prescribed terrorist organisation, which is Hamas, war crimes are only committed when they're investigated. Sinn Féin, uh, initially their leader was on social media one night discussing with her uh, supporters and her members why they were not going to call for the um, expulsion of the Israeli ambassador. The following day she went to Belfast, had a meeting. Ono Brin told us among the people at that meeting were the International Department of, of, of Sinn Féin and she then did a U-turn symbolically in Belfast. So there hasn't been co- coherence from Sinn Féin Sinn Féin, it must be pointed out. Are you suggesting that people up in Belfast tell Mary Lou Macdonald what to do? We were at a press conference and we asked Owen O'Brien, who is very much the ideological um, lodestar of that movement. He himself worked in Belfast for a long time. And he explained to us when we asked him that question that there are a lot of members with a lot of different views. Mary Lou Macdonald listened to those people in Belfast among the people she listened to were the International Department of Sinn Féin. I'm not aware that Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael or anybody else has a, an international department that participates in formation of, of policy on the most incendiary uh, uh, international issue we have. But I'm just saying it is factual there has not been coherence from no, that's Sinn Féin. Nonsense. That's but nonsense, John. Not, you said John, one thing that, one that's day nonsense. Our and then primary you say focus at the outset was to demand an immediate lastly, ceasefire. We managed in collaboration with government to be the first parliament in the world to call for a unilateral uh, ceasefire. Um, our focus then, and it's not the first time that we've called for the expulsion of, of, of the Israeli ambassador, you know, so our approach has been wholly coherent, you know, to push for the, a, a ceasefire and then, and then, the and then to focus, not the at all, that's, of that's not, and then to focus on, on, on the consequences. And that's why we brought forward the motion in the Dáil this week, which unfortunately the government rejected, which was to refer Israel to the International Criminal Court and follow on from South Africa that had uh, done the same yesterday. And when we talk about war crimes, leave aside Gaza for a second. What, what's two. going on in the West Bank, where the forced displacement of Palestinians, uh, the illegal uh, Israeli settlements, 250 of them, 700,000 illegal settlers in East Jerusalem and, and, that's, and the West Bank. John, John, they that's not are the war crimes that's that not the have not been investigated. And also, but, as recently as 2020, you were alluding back well, to Jerry Adams. Well, you cannot take it in isolation. Uh, you were John. talking to, about Jerry Adams, Pat. If you, uh, in 2020, Sinn Féin participated in an online forum we were restricted all of us and what we could do at the time with Hamas so you know you, you have not been neutral uh, in your stance on Israel that, I, don't, I don't think you, you, would, you would claim that what we don't have here in the most incendiary um, foreign affairs issue we have probably ever had when you see the passions it arouses in everyone I'm just pointing out the facts that Sinn Féin who, who have pretensions to be in government have shown no coherence on this our, issue, our, our approach you is, is the fully and wholly coherent in also. terms of the implementation of international law, whether it's uh, Russia breaching international law by invading and annexing, um, you know, well, uh, large sections of, of Ukraine, so, fully support the, uh, the, the the sanctions that were immediately imposed John, on Russia said, for, for, for the breach of international law. Said, so what we, we, we need should, to see John, is universal Barry, implementation. You, you said Barry, your motion this, this week said that we should be calling for an investigation by the International Criminal Court. That is already in train. 
The prosecutor of the International Criminal Court, Kareem Khan, has already said there is a file open. They are investigating Palestine. What is the need, apart from making Ireland look like we do not understand how the ICC works, what is the need to then make a reference to them? Because it's completely different to the Russia situation. Under Article 14.1 of the Rome Statute, 31 countries came together to demand an investigation into Russia because none was in place. And it needs it to happen. Whereas already the the prosecutor has already said the territorial jurisdiction of the the court extends to Palestine, Gaza, the West Bank and East Jerusalem. And therefore there is already an investigation under the way. How would we not look silly? then writing to them and asking them to open an investigation. Well, if you were to follow that logic, um, the investigator last year had opened an investigation into Russia's illegal actions and only subsequent to that, 31 countries then made the referral. And he needed that that permission. That investigation, clearly he had stated that investigation had begun. So it didn't need, if you were to follow that logic, um, 31 countries. The importance of 31 31 countries to refer uh, Russia to the ICC means it gives added impetus uh, to it. Um, it doesn't, as the government would say, um, you know, give credibility issues in terms of political interference or, or, well, or whatever. It John, gives, I don't think you understand the John, Again, I call on you to adjudicate. According to the government, according to the Taoiseach himself, an investigation already open, therefore nonsensical to call for an investigation which is already open. Whereas John is saying, well, 31 countries got involved in the Russia thing. I, I'm not sure where we'll be at the end of this. Um, it is war. And I was one of those journalists who was um, asked to attend the Israeli embassy and had Palestinian representatives ask me to come to their um, a representative and look at videos of what has happened in Gaza. I would have done so. But in this instance, I was asked and I saw what went on there. I described to you off air. There's no need probably to go into it with um, your listeners. Um but there, you know, the, you saw the intimacy of what happened in people's homes. You think of your own children. But when I left, I stood outside and we referred to the peace in the north and everything else. We've heard the discussion here where it's very hard to get agreement amongst our public representatives and what should be done. I was left with an air of hopelessness. I saw the hatred of Hamas people influenced, we know, by their treatment in, 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 in their territory for so long. And... I went home to my own family with a sense of hopelessness about that area. There was a, there's an instance, I won't go into the, 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 the cruel barbarity I saw, but at one side, stage they had a Hamas radio where a man, a, a, a Hamas member, rang his father from Israel to um, scream about his, the glory that his son, your son is now a hero, and they were both crying with happiness on the phone. I killed 10 Jews with my bare hands, not pointing out that it was an AK-47 he was using. And um, the mother was then put on the phone and she was crying with happiness that her son had become a hero for killing um, innocent babies in their Mickey Mouse um, pyjamas, as we saw. And one walked away thinking, oh, my God, how, how is a resolution ever going to become about uh, in this area? And I can't see it. Israel is at war. When I saw that video, I was left in no doubt that they will not finish until Hamas is obliterated, whatever 
people and, decide. And by the way, that is the stated objective of Hamas, <laughs> on the other hand, to get rid of the state of Israel. So, all right, I'm, we're not going to solve. Yes, do you want to say well, one Well, I just more want thing? to come back into the ICC because there is an important difference between Russia and Israel on this. The investigation had not started. There is a pre-trial chamber within the ICC that is required to authorise investigations unless there is a request by member states, of which Russia is not one, under Article 14.1 of the Rome Statute. So there is a difference. And the big difference is that the pre-trial court has already deemed Palestine to be part of the jurisdiction of the ICC and therefore there is no need in the way that there was with Russia. And John doesn't understand that need. I, I, I understand that perfectly well, Barry. So well, you um, said the investigation you know, already so, 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 I mean, again, to follow that logic, what is the rationale of South Africa making a referral to the ICC? The there importance is, no is, is hugely significant and important um, and it nullifies any argument that the government used during the week that there was no need for it. South Africa done the right thing in terms of consequences and tolling, uh, in, in terms of holding those who have breached international law to account and that is the only way that we are going to actually, you know, pull back from, um, you know, where we are here now is, um, you know, to ensure that there is a, a viable path of so peace that just, we spoke to, about to already clarify, it is by ensuring that clarify, Israel is held to account for its, you its know, crimes. That you guys would have pulled out if you were in power, you would have thrown out the ambassador immediately. Would you have had any pause for thought about the Irish people, the Irish citizens, passport holders who were therefore holed up in Gaza and couldn't get out and what consequences it might have for them? Or would you just peremptorily throw her out? Pat, I I, I think the demand uh, for the expulsion of of, of the ambassador, you know, speaks volumes in terms of where the Irish public are at, in terms of what consequences. Again, Leon Varadkar said there needs to be consequences and the government haven't, you know, painted a a picture as to what those consequences look like. Okay, but you're just throwing her out, end off. Irrespective we, we, of the we, 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 we would put in place a suite of measures to ensure that there are consequences. The implementation no, no, of, the of the occupied territories, bring, bring, bring it forward yeah, the illegal indeed, Israeli indeed. Uh, settlement investment and bill. We've and talked about of other, uh, this measures. for years and they've ignored United Nations uh, uh, votes and all the rest of it. But my question really was, would you have thrown her out straight away even though Irish citizens were still uh, in uh, Gaza? It, it, it got to a point where diplomacy was, 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 was failing. Um, Israel had been emboldened. Israel has been emboldened no, by the international community. Would you fail. have thrown her out? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Immediately. We, we, well, not immediately. We didn't immediately call for our expulsion, as I said, uh, Pat. Our primary focus was to demand a, 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 a ceasefire. John Lee? Well, I, I don't think throughout the Cold War, for instance, um, the US expelled the, the Russian ambassador. Uh, from my history, I think the British delegation left um, left Berlin in 1939 when they had declared war on each other. Again, it just indicates, you know, and, and, and Johnny is, a, is an extremely admired public representative, Sinn Féin, or an admirable democratic elected party, but it does just bang of incoherence. And, 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 the, the, and this party does have pretensions to be in power next time out. And if 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 this is an indication of of Belfast dictating policy to you on something when, like when this, we have what a, happens a former, on when we have a former minister else? for foreign affairs, Charlie Flanagan, last year calling for the expulsion of the Russian ambassador, um, along with a, a number of members of both Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, calling for the expulsion of the Russian ambassador, whilst fully aware that you know there was 
a large number of Irish citizens uh, caught up in the conflict, the invasion in, in, in Ukraine. So, you know, I mean, is there an incoherent, um, you know, position there when we have a former minister I'm sure of foreign affairs calling for it? Well, I don't on. agree with him in, in a lot what of regards, but I agree with him in that. We're running out of time just to talk about the RTE rescue plan and uh, uh, Ryan Tuberty's expulsion from RTE to find a new job in the UK. Barry? Yeah, well, I wish him the very best of luck. Um, I have heard a number of commentators in the area expressing concern about the impact it might have on those stations that are proposing to stream the show into Irish radio. And I have some reservations about the notion of a British radio show being broadcast on Irish airwaves like that. Uh, how are they going to do that? We do watch it? Graham Norton on Virgin we do, Media. We do, absolutely. <laughs> but, but in fact, you, don't, you never got that on the, on the, the aerial yeah. that came out of your house. I just think, how are they going, like, are the numbers given out going to be British? Is the advertising going to be British? They're going to have to fix all John? that. Well, the horse is bolted on that long time ago, says somebody who works for a, a ultimately a British-owned um, newspaper. I listen to TalkSport, which is a, a, owned by the same group. I have a radio in my kitchen, which I listen to German radio state, 1960s uh, radio stations. Ryan Tuberty, good luck to him. And people have to understand that it's a global media um, situation. I would point out, it is also interesting, the timing as well, because I I think a lot of the talk had been about presenters' pay and that it was too high, that there was no real opportunity for someone like Ryan Tuberty to barter his talent, but he's shown that there is. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he, there, is, there is there is a get out even for you, Pat. There's a there, there's a, a pot of gold across in, in 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 Britain. Should you need it, but you're probably you're probably okay. I turned down the pot of gold many years ago <laughs> after I had hosted the Eurovision Song Contest. I made a decision to stay here. But there were ample opportunities. Yeah, but there you go. I mean, it, it does show you there is there is there there, there is a market mm-hmm. out there for people like John uh, Ryan Tuberty. Yeah, well, I I, I wish Ryan well, um, and obviously we cannot lose sight of you know why Ryan has had to go uh, to, to to England to find a, a new career and I suppose when we go back to what was at the core of the whole scandal within RTE was this argument that so-called talent at RTE if they weren't paid exorbitant fees we could not retain them um, you know so I, I welcome uh, the strategic uh, vision that has been you know put in place by uh, the, the, the new uh, director general um, you know the plan to cap so-called talent and, you know the real talent in RTE are you know the people that sweep the floors the people that do all the the, the the ordinary work so we have to move away from that you know term talent so you know to cap their pay at now that is I think one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent, and, and sweeping you know, the floor is a talent that I think we all have mastered. Well, 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 Pat, in, in fairness, you know, and this has been a call from the ordinary workers in RTE that you know they felt this, you know, focus on talent with RTE, so-called talent, you know, belittled every worker. Okay, you know, the is over your leader staff. is your leader a so-called leader, or does she have specific talents that allow her to lead? Passion. No, it just, no, it's just no. a question. When you start demeaning she, she, people's she, she, talents, she, she, she. whether they're I'm, I'm, a carpenter, I'm, I'm, a woodworker, no. a presenter, a reporter, a researcher, you're demeaning Obviously, them people, and reducing uh, pe- pe- them to pe- pe- the, the sweeping the floor. Pe- people have particular skills, John? but you know, to, to have a, a, a two-tier within an, any organisation that some are, are talent and, and, and some are ordinary workers, you know, everyone is, is, is talent in, 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 in their own field here, yeah, uh, Pat, John. you know, but I think the, the, well, the, the real issue here is what's going to happen with RTE in terms of, you know, 
know, public funding um, and ensuring that governance and, and proper, proper oversight is in, in, in place. Final well, words, I, th- I think I initially had been on your, the stations. I felt there wasn't much, um, there wasn't much, many specifics um, from Kevin Backhurst. But when he, he did a, a, an interview with your morning programme the other morning and they were, if you listen closely to a quiet spoken man that he is, there were some interesting things in there. He's, he, for instance, said a lot of the redundancies will focus on people over €100,000. Again, presenters actually do something you can quantify and there is a talent there and Ryan Tuberty has proven that that is in demand. There, there are probably, an, from what he said, I interpreted that as meaning there's an awful lot of middle management on substantial salaries there who will suffer and probably not the, low, the lower paid workers in RTE and particularly journalists, which we all hope in this time where we can't really believe an awful lot of what we're hearing coming from the Middle East. Um, the, the the purpose and the sur- and the service that public okay. service we, journalists we, we provide just us have, have to leave it there. We have run out of time. John Lee, executive editor of the Daily Mail Group, the last voice you've been hearing there. John Brady, TD, Sinn Fein for Wicklow, and Senator Barry Ward of Finnegal, vice chair of the Oireachtas Justice Committee. Thank you all uh, for joining us. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app, powered by GoLoud. Just search for the Pat Kenny Show. The answer. To the- The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.